Hey you, come here. I want to tell you something. Do you ever want to be who they want a podcast? Then all you need is Anchor. It's the easiest way to start, and it's free. It has access to tools right at your fingertips. Plus, Anchor does the distribution work for you. You heard me, for you. So all you have to do is download, record, and upload. That's simple. Join anchor.fm today and get to podcasting. Mwah. You're now tuning into the Who They Want podcast show. The show that does everything they don't. Real talk with real people. Let's go. Mwah. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I know it's been a while since I blessed y'all ears with some content from the Who They Want department. And it's been a while since we blessed y'all with this alumni guest of mine, one of my close personal friends, very sweet person, but also one of my favorite entrepreneurs, self-branding, social media, connoisseur. She's everywhere. She's global. She got her hands on so much. I don't even know if she got any hands left to just keep going. But without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I bring you back the phenomenal Miss Rainbow Pro. How you doing, lady? Hey, I'm doing. I'm doing good, actually. <laughs> Thank you for that awesome intro. Oh, you're um, very welcome. But you're right. I've been doing all the things. The ancestors came to me in my dreams and was like, do everything. So... That's what I've been on, <laughs> but yeah, but I'm happy though, so I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I'm so happy to be here. And um, we were just kind of recapping and talking about some of the new things that you got going on too. So I'm equally as proud of you in this podcast. I'm excited that this is like a comeback, but don't call it a comeback. <laughs> Hello. I've been here for months. Okay. <laughs> very cool so I don't know like my uh, so I'll just give a little recap about what I've been up to um as far as rainbow fro land um I'm rainbow fro you can follow me on instagram rainbow fro 87 and I got a lot of cool content over there I'm an artist so pretty much anything art related I'm into and that includes music dancing theater cooking um I'm a big foodie so I've been like putting a lot more recipes and stuff up too um but yeah so you can definitely follow me over there but I also have YouTube so this year in 2021 I have dedicated more of my energy into YouTube and posting regularly and putting up content that's pertinent to me um which a lot of it is basically vlogs or thoughtful you know, uh, I guess you could say anecdotes 
but yeah but some people might be into that kind of stuff especially when it comes to polyamorous relationships so if you're interested in that check it out it's also rainbow fro 87 over on youtube um and i launched two new businesses well one fully launched business at the end of 2020 which is my skincare line uniqueen care so um uniqueen care we pretty much specialize in organically formulated shea butters which i call body frostings and body mists and also body bars so for all the queens out there who love to pamper themselves and indulge in self-care um you can follow me at uniqueen underscore care or also shop at uniqueen www.uniqueen-care.shopify.com so that's probably like the rundown of everything new <laughs> oh you definitely been working hard i see like i respect yes. that they, they, <laughs> it was worth me taking a leave of absence from the podcast yes. world for you to get this going i'm impressed <laughs> yes and i'm excited because you know i really promote self-care that's another thing that i'm really super um, ambitious about um, promoting self-care and self-love um, on my page, you know, through art therapy and everything that I do. So I think, you know, it pretty much goes in line with that because, you know, taking the time to take care of yourself is super important. I mean, you can't love other people if you don't love yourself. So you have to, you know, take time. And this is from men and women. I've had men and women talk about my products and I call the, the, the men unique kings because it's like a unique king because, you know, you end up smelling good. You want your car to smell good. Like some of my male clients, customers, they use like the body mist spray that, you know, we use for like just freshening up and just making ourselves smell good. Um, they use that for their car or their room spray or something like that because it smells like Kool-Aid and it smells like like deliciousness. So I like that. I think it's really cool that people are finding ways to utilize the products that I didn't even think of at the time. And yeah, so I think, you know, it's, it's definitely important for every single person to take time out to care for themselves. So Absolutely. do that more in 2021 too. <laughs> That's a great mission statement. I needed those words, you know, it's mm -hmm. been a rough little patch. Not like bad wise, but it's just like, sometimes you just need to hear someone tell you that again to make you feel like, you really need to just take time to focus on you because when you dabble in so much as you just mentioned mm -hmm. you forget who you are and I think a part of me kind of drifted away like I got so caught up in business to where I'm like I was starting to mess up personal stuff like I can yeah. lose a friend right now because I got podcasts I can lose yes. money right now because I'm making it back in podcasts so it's like, uh -huh. okay, now you're taking too much of the don't do risk and you really enlarging it so i had to take a step back pause regroup and then go now do this off the faith that it gave you and go back and do it for the blessings and absolutely blessings. absolutely and that's the thing like we our society is built around pr productivity and if you're not producing or if you're not making money or if you're not doing something that's like considered you know glowing up, I guess you could say in the eyes of everybody else that's supposedly watched, watching, then, um, you know, society is like the silent voice that says like, you, you ain't shit, or you're not doing shit. 
But the real tea is that you have to pour back into yourself so that you can be productive, so that you can spread love and light and give your energy out to others. If you are low, if you're not refilling your bucket, you won't have nothing in your bucket to give. And that's an important lesson that we learn over and over and over again. And like you said, it's important for us to, to you know, keep um, putting, uh, I, I would, I call it like online therapy for me mm-hmm. is putting myself in line with those reminders because yeah, you know, I'm a businesswoman. I'm a, I'm a, you know, a, a, a professional. We have, you know, this tendency to just keep moving and, um, and we forget that we have to fill our bucket, but when we have some type of reminder or page or, or something in our life that tell, that reminds us that we need to stop and take care of ourselves or that gives us permission to take care of ourselves, that's always great. It's just like, it's just like something you need to hear and get yourself back on track. So I'm a big advocate of that. Like I like to follow pages that have a little bit of everything that I need in my life. Like if somebody is posting funny ass memes that relate to me, I follow that page. If somebody is posting like, you know, uh, religious memes, memes that, that fit my, my spiritual relig- religious preference, I follow that page sexy pages I follow those pages self-care pages I follow those pages so like Instagram and and social media sometimes is seen as like the devil because there can be so much negativity and drama but you have to curate your own content you know you can literally put the energy or select the, the pages and the energy that you want to run into every day when you're scrolling maybe you need to hear you need to see like you are beautiful just written in a big bold ass text you know what I'm saying? And that might keep you on board or something funny as hell that I keep you laughing and be like, okay, that was funny before you get up off the toilet. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's very, it's, <laughs> it's very important um, for, you know, for us to be curating the content that we need to see every day to keep us level-headed and on point. Everything is not for everybody. Interesting. So, so yeah. Um, so another big thing is like, of course, body positivity. And I kind of been thinking about this more because body positivity is one of those things that, you know, it's like two sides of the fence. People are like, oh my God, you're promoting, um, you know, not being healthy or making people feel like it's okay to be whatever, whatever they are. Right. And then on the other hand, body positivity is like, accepting your body no matter what it is it doesn't have to just do with fat people right it could deal right. with people that are that are skinny or dealing with other types of body uh insecurities like being differently abled like you don't know what everybody's body definition of body positivity is so i personally like to um put myself in line with pages that are uh yoga meditation body positivity all those things give me different perspective and not just like, you know, pages like, oh, it's okay to be fat. Like, I know, <laughs> I know, but at the end of the day, like, I want to increase my health. I want to, I want to talk about nutrition. I want to learn more about, you know, ways to get my mind, exercise my mind and, you know, keep my mind healthy and also interact with people that are different than me. Like not just always plus size people, but people that are thin that can't gain weight or people that are differently able, like those are very important aspects of the body positive movement. So I just want to remind people about that because 
I think, well, we're all kind of like exposed to the, you know, uh, negativity of, of fat. Cause that's just the way society is. Right. Um, <laughs> and they're just like, uh, yeah, it's a brainwash it. thing. And I think in 2020, I think one of the things that, you know, was, became more apparent to a lot more people is that brainwash aspect of, of society. Like so many things came out that we were just blindly believing before. And it's like, what? Wait, nah. Yeah. And it opened up a lot of things and you can still choose to believe what you want, but I mean, whatever makes you a, a well-rounded person. And I always say like anything negative is like, sometimes I run across people that have different opinions than me and I'll start typing something like trying to put my two cents in and I'll just backspace it. So I'm like, what, what's the point? Like, I'm knowingly, I'm knowingly going back and forth with somebody who has a different opinion than me. And honestly, if I read the comments, people already have shared their views and it all depends if that person is responsive or receptive of that. If it's not one of those types of things, I just move on. Cause I'm like, it's just going to get me tight. And I'll be checking back. Like, what did they say? Like, I'm not going to convince them otherwise. Right, I need you to avoid the whole clout movement. What people yes. are actually looking for you to respond, just so they can take it to Twitter. Like, look, I got her attention. She argued. Yes, <laughs> true that, true that. And I don't ever think about that. I don't ever think like, oh, you know, it's a, it's a clout thing because I'm just like little old me. But um, but yeah, I you do know, it too. So you're that. not alone. Like I've done it on multiple like social media things, you know. And I feel like it's kind of a civic duty now when you're into like the radio world, like you got to mm-hmm. kind of give some sort of feedback to like, hey, let me call your bluff on this. I don't feel like, you know, this was a needed comment. But then, right. like, then like you said, say, you go back and go, nah, I'm not going to waste my time because my opinion is not going to overshadow your opinion because that's how you strongly feel. And I strongly, you know, it's been like that yeah. for generations though. So it is. And like, like exactly. And like, some of the things that people say that 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 I disagree with or that right away I'm like nah you know and I'm starting typing whatever I realize as I type if I sit there long enough and think about my words I realize where what place am I coming from am I coming from a place of the fact that I'm triggered because what they're saying is factual that's part of it you know you have to really understand that just because somebody will say something that you know, you know, whatever, they'll say something. Let's just give an example. Like, you know, oh, fat people are unhealthy, right? That it's a trigger for me because from the point of being a child to an adult, being a plus size overweight person is, uh, you know, it's always an insecurity in society. Even though I have gained so much more self-confidence and self-love that that digs deep so if i'm typing back like you know you're wrong da, 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 i'm coming from a place of being triggered and hurt now not to say the person is correct but it would take so much to uh, to explain to that person where i'm coming from that it's not even worth it you know what i'm saying like let right. them think that because they're not even dealing they have no idea what a fat person actually goes through or what a gay person goes through when it comes to, you know, their, their, their society constantly giving them negative energy. 
And yeah, so that's, that's part of it too. Like you just got to love on yourself so much that you're unbothered. but that's a real true genuine thing to say and when you're dealing with society to where I kind of removed myself from society like I'm so in a shell now to like I pay attention I'm one of them I pay attention but then I don't pay attention like right like you just say about the unbothered sequence it's kind of like okay you said it but have you really, like you just said, like, are you really experiencing what I walked through? Like what I've lived, breathed, eat, Precisely. wake up. How many mm-hmm. times I went to the doctor thinking something wrong and they go, oh, you're perfectly fine. You're normal. Like mm-hmm. all those complaints, like sometimes it's best to just keep your thoughts to yourself on certain situations. Yeah. And, and then like, if you have a platform, use your platform to educate people. I think that's like, it gets us out of the whole cycle of being responsive to negative comments. And like, it gives energy and blows up the net, the person that's being, you know, just one, one sided, you know, instead of saying anything or like, whatever the case is, just use your platform to educate people and spread your, and tell your story. Cause I think that everybody has a story to tell. And that's one of the things that when I started my Instagram page, I was very much so focused on the fact that I don't want anybody to tell my story, but me. And just because I've lived in this kind of like before Instagram, I opened my Instagram up. I was just kind of like, I don't want people to know about me. You know, I don't want people to know about me or know the real me or whatever the case was. Um, I wanted to keep some parts of my life private, but I also had a story to tell. And so there was like this moment where I was like, I'm just going to, I'm not going to wait till I get old or older and then try to reach back and like tell my story when it's not relevant. I want to tell my story as it's going on. So that's kind of like, you know, one of the basis for my Instagram. I know like people get twisted when they, you know, are on Instagram, they either think it's a dating site, which for some people it is, or it's just a, you know, place that they can see nudes, which for some people it is. And, you know, it's all of that. But it's for me, all one it's all of that, right? And yeah. for me, I'm like, you know, okay, you might come to my page and be like, okay, you know, she's taking pictures in her underwear or whatever the case is. But for me to get to that point is a whole story in itself. You know, I was not, I literally would cringe thinking about showing my stomach, you know, taking a picture so I could send to my girlfriend of my stomach. And that's deep because you're in a relationship with me, but I'm afraid to show you my body in a picture, which you already have seen. So it's, it's really like some deep psychological stuff. And so I remember the first picture that I posted when I opened my Instagram up was like a picture that I had took years and years ago that I never even dared to post. And it was like, not even nothing that I would post now, but literally I was, I, as I looked at that picture, I was like, why was I so afraid to post this picture? First of all, I was a lot skinnier than I am now, but (laughs) I was also like, why was I afraid to show, you know, that my body, because this was my real body. This is who I really was. And, um, so yeah, it was emotional moment. So I think that a lot of people, you know, they get it twisted what it is, but I do try to let people know that if you come on my page and whatever talking all that yickety yak um i might play with you but it's not it's not no dating site 
over there. <laughs> it's none of them. Exactly. <laughs> I be caught up in your lives and you read the comments. Sometimes I just leave just because the comments. I'm like, she gonna clap back at one of these comments before <laughs> I clap at it. Cause I be like, you know how when you're when you're not the person on live, so it's you're the person that's just commenting. It's like you should really sit there and try to defend her through a comment. Like I was like, you know what? I'm gonna let her just notice it. And then you that's when you'll notice it and be like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and hop off live now before I do get upset. You'll just end the whole live. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm or I'll just secretly delete people. But see, the thing is that people don't realize, like when I save my lives, this is another thing that, oh, this is what I wanted to say that I that actually this hit me probably like the end of January and the beginning of this month. Is that if you allow people to to influence to get you off your, you know what I'm saying, off your rocker and influence you to to make you be something that they want, then you, you know, you you're losing yourself. And that was the thing that it's like it's not a complete fail, it's a learning point. So if I'm on live and I'm talking about what I want to talk about and people are talking about, you know, let me see your boobs and shit like that. I could choose to respond. I could choose to read those comments out loud or get upset or just, you know, silently block them. I've done all of that. But the main thing is like, I know that if I decide to repost this live because of the information that I'm putting out, nobody's going to see those comments. Like literally when you repost your live on mm-hmm. IGTV, those comments are not there. So if I don't read them, nobody will know that they're, what they're saying. And mm-hmm. I'm literally like, you know, using that so I can create my content and keep up with my page for the algorithm. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Like, I love that. <laughs> See, when you say it in a positive aspect, now I'm like, okay, cool. Now, yeah. you know, I can dig your vibe. Because, yeah, me, I'm like, I'm, have, I'm learning to become that person. Like, I'm learning to become that. No, because if I do a pod live and then you get that one comment where you're like, they're talking about one of the cast members like i see it but then like uh, you're not even worth putting up on screen because mm-hmm. people gotta learn when you're podcasting it's not for the viewers it's for the listeners listeners <laughs> so i'm yep. like it don't matter about me going back and forth with you because you see the video content it's mm-hmm. my decision just as you just mentioned rather than I, i'm gonna launch the video content and yep. i do have multiple pages where i can do it and mm-hmm. mostly I try to at least post the interview segments that we've done of content. But just right. like us clowning, uh, hey. You have a choice. Friday, we having fun. If they want to clap back, by all means. Exactly. But if get real and get personal, I know how my team acts around certain things. So mm-hmm. I know we're going to cut this, you know, whole segment short. Short, Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Like if you, you know, if I come on in a good mood or whatever, and somebody tries to steal my shine, I'm not going to allow that. You know, I might just delete them so I don't have to deal with it and think about it or whatever. And that's fine too. And that's where you can gain control. You just have to take back who you are. Oh, another thing is, another example is, um, you know, the criticism. And I'll just say it like this, like my family, for example, my family doesn't necessarily know everything that I do, okay? Right. Which, you know, I'm grown as hell, but at the same time, I'm very close to my family. So my family doesn't know everything that I do, but when I did try to disclose and say and tell them, you know, what's, what I do or what I, whatever like that, you know, 
it wasn't necessarily like an immediate negativity, but I know my family and I know what their responses are and stuff like that. So instead of basing what I do off of the fact that this is what they would say about it, or this is what they would think about it. I just don't talk about it to them, you know, and it's okay because I don't have to have a validation or approval from the outside, including strangers, including family. Like, you know, you have to really within yourself and say, well, why am I doing this? What is the reason that I'm creating this content? Oh, because I need this content. I need to talk about self-love and remind myself to love myself daily and be, be, be the art that I want to see basically. Um, And it doesn't have anything to do with their opinion of, of what I do. And I just choose to, you know, figure out how to monetize it. And that is the businesswoman in me, I guess you could say. <laughs> love it, um, love it. We're yeah. figure it out because you're so talented. Like, you just need to <laughs> tweak it a little bit. <laughs> right. And I feel like, you know, the, the, the thing is, like, when I, say I, when I say do everything, I really, really mean that, like, there was a point in time in my life. I mean, if you go back to our original, I think I like our first or second uh, podcast. And I was talking about, you know, what I do professionally and stuff like that. Um, there was a time in my life where I felt like I couldn't be my full self because of my profession. Right. And I was mm-hmm. like, I can't be that because, you know, people are going to figure it out or they're going to talk about me or it's going to affect my job, my livelihood and this and that and blue and bad. But one day I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to do everything. You know, I'm just going to be me 100% and see what I like and see what I don't like. Now, things have changed as far as my, how I do my career and everything like that. But overall, I'm still doing everything that I was doing and this, you know, and Instagram and other stuff too. So to me, it's just like, you can learn yourself along the way. You don't have to have an end-all be-all. Because I'm 33. And so when I started, you know, doing other things as far as like modeling and just whatever, being an art muse, fantasy girl, whatever you want to call it. Um, I was 30. I was 31 years old. So, and I had been thinking about this since I was like in eighth grade. And I want to I make a point to that. People, people often think of women like, they get into um you know burlesque sexy content whatever they get into it because of a reason like oh well these bitches need money or these bitches are selling pussy or whatever you know negativity they they want to spout off and that degrades women um for whatever reason but you also don't realize that like women want to do this like some women want to do this this is what they like to do this is what they envision they're not doing this because somebody told them they should or that they that they have to like as I'll just give myself in this example is that when I was in eighth grade eighth grade I was like 13 14 years old Uh and (laughs) I never been to a strip club I never even seen any type of pornography you know just nothing but like just just knowing that this world exists, right? Stripping world and stuff like that. Knowing that something like that exists. I was already like, I want to learn how to pole dance. I I would, you know, if I was, quote unquote, if I was skinny, I would be a stripper. You know, all these different things that I had, I said as a little girl. And I wanted to be a teacher, veterinarian, a doctor. Like, I want to do that too. So, so if you think about the kind of woman 
that is uh, comfortable with expressing herself and being, you know, in lingerie or nude or modeling, whatever the case is, this is something about that woman is, this is a part of her. Like she is not um, just that. And she is not doing this because of something. So I think that's something that like a lot of people fail to really recognize and realize is that people always be like, you know, I would never date a woman like that. Like, why not? You would date a model. Yeah, right. You would date Beyonce. Hasn't she got any? Y'all got to take the whole. (laughs) They killed me with that. Like, I'm glad you finally getting this on the record, though. Yes. In my profession, you know, I'm an admirer. But at the same time, I had my hands into the field. Like, mm-hmm. I work with women that just genuinely love it. Like, mm-hmm. they'll just message me and be like, this is what I want to do. Can you get this promoted? Okay, sure. I love mm-hmm. promoting it. Because to me, I see it as art. Mm-hmm. That's what people federalize. It's still an art. Absolutely. Whether they are hated, whether they use it for monetization or whether they just do it as a personal hobby. Like, mm-hmm. that's their career choice or that's their business field. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I just want to see them happy in doing what they love to do because I love seeing others happy around me. Yes. And then I tell, that's why a part of the platform here is for that area of people mm-hmm. that just feel like just so tired of being scrutinized by opinions and you can't do this, you can't be that. Like, who, who keep telling y'all, where in the law book does it say you cannot enjoy your life? who is my ex- thank you thank you who is making these rules and I think that you know it it really it saddens me it doesn't really sadden me but it's just kind of like sad at this point in 2021 that you know you still have people that are deeming demonizing women for doing what they do and I think that it's I mean, I want to say women because I'm speaking from my perspective. It probably happens to men just the same. But I think for women specifically, I see a lot more of demonizing women for just being themselves, being entertaining, being sexy. I mean, you have to understand that as a woman, a young woman, a woman that's growing older every day, every year, we go through all of these different stigmas of what it is to be this age and to, and what we should be doing with our lives. And that, I mean, everybody goes through that, but women, especially when it comes to children, when it comes to career, when it comes to uh, being attractive, you know, all of these things that society is placing on us, you know, society has done this from the point where we're little girls that you should be married by this time. You should have kids by this time. Oh, if you're 30 and you don't have kids, though, your eggs probably going to dry up. People constantly saying stuff that's not even paying your bills. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They have nothing to do with your life, judging what you, how, what stage of life you are in and where you are at. So women taking back, you know, they are their, their strength and their lives so that they can be liberated is really the whole thing. And I'm not saying you got to, you know, model in your underwear to feel liberated. But if that's what you choose to do, then that's okay too. Like nobody has to, you don't have to feel like, you know, you have to, or that you don't have to, I'll just say it like that. And that you're too young or too old or for it, because like, that's another thing. Like people be like, oh, well, you still doing that? Like the fuck? Like, are you still not paying my bills? Like, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) 
what opinion do you have? I get I get a little bit tight about that because people always trying to, you know, make little comments here and there and not directly to me, thank God, because I will definitely um, put them out. But maybe you come into my platform saying that I will. But I see but it all the time when scrolling. Girl, I know what you're yes, saying. yes. <laughs> you know, you see memes, whatever you go to the comment section. Sometimes I'm just curious to see how people, I'm a, I'm a sociologist at heart. So I love to see how society operates and how they think. And then I analyze it and I think to myself, and I form an opinion based off of my experiences and then about like research. And that's just, you know, it's just the way it is. And I'm like, dang, it's, that's, that's sad. That's super sad. But they be but the biggest supporters though. I just want to let They be the biggest stay. supporters. But for you to hate that much mean you really spending your hard earned money just to see how much you hate this. Like, come on, mm-hmm. get with the program. And that's the definition of misogyny. I think people think about men like misogyny is the hate of women and that means you beat them or you know you you basically call them bitches but no it's 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 basically hating that women are happy or whatever they're doing are happy and just hating on it it's like that's a form of misogyny and you know it's sad like we were talking about before we were talking about feminism and how like you know men can be feminists because you know, feminism is like the stigma of, you know, hating men. And that's not what it is at all. But a lot of women do take it to the next level on the, on the other side of things, right? If we're talking right. about women and how they respond to men and they're just like, men ain't shit. That's not feminism. We're not talking about that. But men can be feminists and stand in solidarity with women being, doing whatever the fuck they want to do to be happy. And that's it. That's, that's period. And women can do better and and they're feminists you know not every woman is a feminist but if you are and you don't have to bash men to be a feminist that's that's not you know that's not um a necessity and it's not and it's you know it's not something that we want to promote either because we need men men are great for society as well we just need everybody to be a little bit more um loving himself so that they don't have to feel like they're projecting their anger on others <laughs> well stated well stated. I support the movement. yes if y'all been with who they want rather you've been with who they want entertainment on instagram or you just been with who they want podcast since season <laughs> one now that we're knee deep in season three just know that my love will forever be there <laughs> <laughs> yes awesome so wait is this season three are we on season yeah, three? See, that's our season. Oh. We've been away for a minute. I'm definitely in season three now. Right. I not I haven't been, I haven't really honestly been checked in for well, I was here in season two at the beginning, I think. But yeah, you was there. Yeah. And then I think the last conversation we was talking about was the things you was getting ready to do. Right. Versus recapping from that little tournament thing we did. Yes. In season one. And all oh, those yeah, things. Like we, we mostly just recapped it when we last did catch up you know so awesome everything's been great you know yeah like, that's great that's I'm really like great you, so i'm a connoisseur so like my uh-huh. life is just like i take lessons good or bad i have to see the outcome yes it's good to reflect it's self-reflection and evaluation of the things that you're doing is the spice of life because well if you if you're dabbling in, in new things and new territories, it's good to evaluate and see what works, what's not working, or what could be improved, like areas of improvement. 
you it might be working and you might say how can i make this better and i think that's always what i'm trying to do when it comes to any aspect of my life and um and like i mentioned you know about people validating you from the outside it's like if you get caught up too caught up in the likes or the views or just the positive you know responses or the negative responses and you don't really get in tune about why you're doing this or what it, what's working for you then you'll start to you'll basically become a clown and when I say that it's like you're literally performing for the people um to try to get them to like it or try to get them to laugh or try to get them to do something like the who they want podcast creates solid content and people listen because it's good content and that's on period you know what i'm saying so you don't have to create a drama so people will come and like this is all this you know thing just because you know you want to entertain folks but i know some places some you know platforms are like that but it's you know in, in some ways that's what they want to create you know instead of doing it the other way around I couldn't do it because the serenity it created, it made it like it formed itself. Like it just was literally just some dream that I would just randomly get people like you together and just say, this is what I want to do. And it comes Mm -hmm. together. Like, I'm like, how do you create something so magical to where you really don't have to work it, but it just works. It just works. Same with the whole everybody doing it for putting on the mat the makeup and the mask and the clown and like yes. I can do it. So people people come to me and go, man, I love your show. I'm like, you take that step back, like y'all really love what we put together. Because <laughs> sometimes it just be something put together. It don't be mm-hmm. planned. It just be I'm gonna press record and whatever we talk about is whatever gets put out. And it Organic. Comes out beautiful. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. I just love it. And I, lo- I appreciate you for being a part of the dream since the beginning. And I'm still yeah. a lot with you anytime. You already know the door forever will be open. You are official honorary cast member, whether you like it or not. <laughs> I like it. Thank you. Yeah, right. Yes. Fun for having I want to keep it where you can have fun. Yes. But also you can get your message out at the same time. Like I never want to take away the messages because sometimes me as the main host may need that message. Maybe Precisely. You know, sitting at the edge of that cliff or staying on that last swallow on the bottle might be like, you know what, this just changed my life. Like that's my mission. Exactly. Like, make sure it changes some part of your life where you feel like you're hurting and you just don't know where to turn. This is who yes. we podcast. We're here for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the thing about I feel I consider podcasting and you know blogging all of that is a form of art it's art therapy and I I look at that as as a way to like I tell my brother I told my brother I mentioned I told my family about all this stuff and he's one of the people that supports me right Mm -hmm. like he doesn't he's not he's such a thoughtful person and he doesn't just like give his first reaction to things he thinks about them very deeply and like you know gives me a different perspective than what I expect, I guess you could say. But I was sharing with him that, you know, the reason why I was creating what I was creating was because I was creating what I needed to see. I was creating what I needed. And it just so happened that others needed it too. And Mm -hmm. the more time, like, you know, the 
the more I create and the things that I come up with and stuff like that are literally me speaking to myself and then others are listening. And I think it's important, a message for anybody who might be thinking that they want to start something or they have this idea that they want to want to come to fruition is that if you feel like in your heart that you need to create this, that this is your mission and you were told that you need to create it, just do it. Just start it. You can start somewhere and finish way, 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 way down the line and it'll permutate along the way honey don't hold yourself back trying to be perfect off top you just got a, a, a camera phone and whatever you got going on to to record yourself or record your voice or whatever you gotta find some free apps to do what you gotta do do it if you gotta get an old school tape recorder with a usb do it yes card, like literally people <laughs> she's telling you some words of wisdom because i've i've been where you are people like i've been in that I want to do it, but I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. What if they don't like? I had to take that negative ear. It was like, turn it down, mute it, just mute it, just mm-hmm. do it, and just run with it. And it grows tremendously. And I'm forever still grateful. I'm not done yet, even though mm-hmm. I haven't dropped content as regularly and as often. But hey, I stockpile so much. So you can always listen to Rainbow Fro from mm-hmm. the beginning to the end, people. She's hey. always part of this crew. <laughs> I'm thinking Jay asked about you one episode. We was scamming oh. and he'd be like, "What happened to this person?" I'm like, "Uh, well, they're on their own personal self journey right now, but they'll hit me yeah. up." I'm the type I don't really, you know, try to mess with people that's got something going on. So it's like, yeah. But then when you're desperate, it's like, I really, really need you. But if you can't make it, I'm kind of okay. We'll just wing it. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. No, I mean, I was, I always, I enjoy my time on the podcast. I miss the crew. Everybody was such a personality, and I love that. You know, I love everybody being themselves, basically. I love it, too. <laughs> I, I, it is, it is sometimes, it can be a challenge if you are, you know, um, not in a, a similar personality, but it is interesting. And like I said, I love sociology, so listening to people's uh, experiences and observing their mannerisms it's like I'm kind of like a nerd about it so even if I'm <laughs> even if I don't fit truly I literally enjoy all it's the experiences adapted. of being with like, different people yes it gets me every episode when I do a group routine it'll be like you plan it but then you're like I didn't know you was gonna come with this energy tonight like mm-hmm because a lot of cast members I just met just along the way and would just pick up like a random person, add them yeah. to the mix, and then they become a phenomenal piece to the puzzle. Because mm-hmm. being that I literally know Jay personally outside of the you know radio world, right? me and him will get together in person and be like, bruh, we should do this, we should do this, you should add these people, we should merge this. I'm like, okay, whatever you want. I'm going to tell you, like, whatever you want done, just say it, and I'm going to make sure it gets done. Right. So if he say add a cast or take a cast, we'll group decide it, and then, okay, if you wasn't a great fit, I'm going to be the one to try to let you know you wasn't a great fit. Unless mm-hmm. my personal feelings involved, and I'm going to let you silently exit, so that way we <laughs> Both things have happened. <laughs> Literally. You've missed a lot. 
I, I mean, I'm interested in knowing the TT, but I guess I gotta catch up. I mean, it ain't been, but the thing is, it's not harsh to where you can, I can say it and be like, I got negative vibes. It's more like, it's a growth thing. Yeah. And some people just don't root to your plant to where they can help provide that extra nourishment. It was yes. more like, I picked this person, we vibe pretty dope. We made some great content, but then it's mm-hmm. like, I need to grow to where the level that you're on like you might be above to the level where I'm trying to get to automatically on the podcast mm-hmm. and I'm like I can't have that if you know I'm supposed to be the one to really learn and train and provide but then yeah. it's like how can you be mad I'm like I'm not upset it's just frustrating because that success level even though it's on my team, it's kind of still envious because it's like, uh, it's mm-hmm. like a competition of who going, like if you're in a rap group or a singing group, you're like, all right, which one of y'all going to write the best lyrics tonight? And then somebody right. comes to lyrics and you're like, oh, I didn't really give a great opinion tonight because this was too strong. It's like, I'll bow out. That's just me. Yeah. But I'm learning yeah. to do better though. I feel you like you got to be you at, first and foremost you got to be yourself and and we and the thing about it is like with that example of being in like a group like a singing group and you know that they've had things happen behind closed doors that we don't even know about we might perceive them as far as like how they interact or what happens later in that group and say oh this person was the strongest person in that group and that's why they went solo and this and that and boo and bat but you know, even like you said, in those moments of trying to create with others, I I think it's it's difficult. You do have to curate your team and everybody has to have the same goals. And in in that space, like if you say, okay, we're going to create a podcast and we're going to be, you know, a team, then we're going to create this podcast together and not just me and the podcasters or not just I'm going to shine and promote myself while on this thing. And then, you know, you know, whatever scenario. Cause I always so, like to quote it as the temptations. Like I can't have mm-hmm. a David Ruffin. I can't. <laughs> like I ain't no one man bigger than the group. I'm sorry. Yeah. And, and that's not, not like, like a personal rival. It's just like, bro, we're on the same team. We're doing the same job, but you just harshly putting it out there. Like, can I at least have my 15 seconds, 15 minutes? just give me me a few lines and if you don't respect it just bow out silently and we'll handle that after the show don't bring it to the show happen it do the show and then i'm stuck like a deer in the headlights because i can't never figure out what happens in my own show like that's just yes Uh uh-huh okay i can feel you i feel you and the whole and the whole thing about creating art like you know like we talked about how you're creating it is for you it's like this is your journey too this is a part of your journey and so you know you'll be damned if somebody tries to take away like your your growth in your journey (laughs) that you the space that you created you know and and that's and that's the thing like I have no I have no um specific I guess you could say a specific outcome like ending point for my journey I started this journey because I needed it and I'm still in this journey because I still have more work to do. And 
as being independent, you know, in my, in my specific, specific space, I love networking with people, you know, here and there because I know about me. I'm not like, I wouldn't say I'm a committophobe, but I'm a Sagittarius. So whatever you want to take with that. So I literally love to have experiences and adventures, but I don't want to necessarily be locked in to, you know, someone depending on me when it's supposed to be a therapy for me, you know, or it's supposed to be like, um, a free, a free type of thing. I don't want necessarily people to expect like, oh, you're supposed to be here at this time and we're depending on you. Like it's a job. I don't want that. So a lot of the times when I look at opportunities that are, you know, like that within this space, I'm not as open with them because in my other part of my life, I have a schedule <laughs> and I don't want totally it to be both. I don't want it to be both. You know what I'm saying? I have to wear a different hat a lot of different times and being in my art space, I don't want to have to wear that, that punctual, punctual yeah, hat and all that yeah, stuff. Don't kill it. Cause like the rainbow <laughs> pro 87 world is amazing. And <laughs> you don't want to corrupt that with what's going yes. on in real life. Mm-hmm. And that's the same with me. Cause like I was, t- I'm trying to tell people, I have the most time to commit to podcasts because mm-hmm. I'm, you know, in a position to where it's full time for me. Yeah. Everybody else is kind of maybe more day busy. So in the evening, they probably knocking off of work and then they'll probably just hit me up and go, hey, we haven't did a podcast. So let's just run. Mm-hmm. Me, of course, sure. Let's just go. Yeah. But then I'm like, wait, nobody gave me no substance. Then they go, well, you're the director, you're the host. What's the topic? I'm like, y'all asked me to jump on. <laughs> I may be the director, but mm-hmm. as a director, my mind is, if it's not a project I put together, I have nothing to run with. Yeah. And then when I put topics together, they kind of overshadow and they be like, ah, it wasn't really the best. Because somebody like you, if I bring a topic to you, I know me, you can get in depth, we can play with it. We can yeah. go, you know, psychological, we can go personal, we can uh-huh. we want to mix it. When you got five other people in that very same topic, you're gonna get a whole lot of negatives. Well, not really negatives, but you're gonna get a lot of different characters. It's it's a lot of variables. <laughs> it's a lot of variables. So and I think you know, yeah. but this is my little observation or I guess two cents that um I could put into that is that. For content wise, I mean, I think that it's good to have a like a you know mixed bag um, of content because I think you do a very good job of being the host and and you know having this platform and presenting it and getting people to interview and stuff like that and that's your consistent content. You're already doing that. And right. if you have people that are every once in a while want to get together and have like a little group session and just sit chit chat and talk about whatever pops up and then you figure out how you can post it wherever you want to post it, then that's content too. And I think that was the thing that kind of like similarly happened to me in my space was I started thinking like, oh, I got to have these photo shoots. You know, I got to do this. I got to have like, actual content so people want to like look at my page and I started thinking like I'm about to get on here with my bonnet and talk about my budget I'm about to get on here and cook food I'm about to get on here and just like do whatever and 
sometimes I'll have photo shoots. Sometimes I'll have um, things that I'm promoting and businesses and stuff like that. But the in-between content is still content too. That makes a lot of sense. I just got a lot of nourishment out of that. You're right. That's what I was <laughs> it's like. all I don't good. Downplay. I don't downplay. Like, I love them. Like, with my heart. Like, I love them. We're a family. Like, yeah. good, the bad, the ugly. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't trade them out. Even though I probably mm-hmm. may mix them up a little bit. I ain't saying <laughs> I got rid of them. So, if y'all listening somewhere later down the line where y'all do finally check out the audio content, just know Big Dog still love y'all. It's just mm-hmm. we got to get together and really create some beautiful content. Cause mm-hmm. We got to get back. We started doing live streaming through Facebook. And we. my argument with that was like, I love it. But at the same time, I don't want to rely on my friends or people from Facebook to comment to make my content. Like, I want okay, yeah. our, our design to make the content and then the comments that come in are just people agreeing with the conversation. Gotcha. Okay. I see what you're saying. So that's the, Like, just to is. guide it through. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what my gotcha. argument is. Because I was like, you fail to realize when you're going through a whole hour show of mm-hmm. reading on screen, listeners don't really see what you're talking about. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. You're right about that. That's my you're right argument. About that. But we working on it so i'll be like anybody that want to work with me i work on zoom now mm-hmm. if it's a who they want team we'll work on Streamyard. okay gotcha or, or something like that because i've been getting some major authors now i got an author oh. coming ladies and gentlemen on the 23rd if i'm not mistaken soon into a beautiful black author from washington dc coming to the who they want studios to chat with your boy big dog yes you know it's gonna be a movie so stay tuned if you're listening on anchor.fm slash who they want podcast <laughs> i love that super cool i want to tune into that one because being an author well I, i've low-key accomplished that goal but i want to do more and i think you know when it comes to writers i just admire writers so freaking that much too. It's just <laughs> minds. it's beautiful yeah, that's 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 what's up. So cool. I love this, but I'm really excited to maybe be on soon again, maybe this month. Anytime you shoot, <laughs> you already know how we work. You shoot me the message, say mm-hmm. this just like you did earlier, just shoot me the date and yeah. the, whatever your set time is, and I'll confirm. That's all okay, cool. That sounds good. Because it's Black History Month. To a full disclosure with <laughs> Rainbow Pro. Like, I'm always open. Because it helps me. I see now, just me and you get this therapeutic thing going. Yes. Dive to the nitty gritty. And then tomorrow's content. I have, I think I have an author tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, coming. Oh. I have another author, author from a different area, but okay. I'm going to start working with some authors. So you'll hear some content from that. Hey, Still showing wonderful. love to my entrepreneurs, my plus size okay. community. Y'all can look out for that content still coming. Shout out to my newly sponsor of the Who They Want podcast team, Beauty Beyond Measures. It's a Period. joy working with such an artistic human being, representing mm-hmm. self-love, self-confidence, and just a beautiful walk of life. I just want to give again another shout out to the beautiful Miss Rainbow Fro 87 coming through yes. in the studio with her presence. Absolutely. Thank you for having crew. me. You're very <laughs> welcome. Shout out to my crew. 
Yeah, shout out to the Hood One Crew. This little bit of time because this is her spotlight. But shout out to everybody that works with me on Who They Want Team. Y'all know who y'all live. Nothing but love. Personal shout out to Mistress Dazzy, though. I see you. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I definitely going to check out some of your websites that you really pushed during this pod. I'm going to definitely check you out. Oh, yeah. Since we're talking about, before we go, I know we're Mm -hmm. wrapping up, but before we go, I wanted to plug my glasses i wanted to plug my um my poetry and photography book that i launched in 2020 and it's on apple books it's called black is the color of the rainbow um and you can find it on apple books as well it's kind of like a bathroom read i want to consider it something like you know something to have on your coffee table it's very much so um, through the gaze of a queer plus size black woman. So if you're into it, interested into it, it's $7.99 on Apple Books. Pick it up. I am going to be coming out with some other books, but they'll probably be for children mostly. Um, <laughs> but we'll talk about that when that happens though. But I'm like really enthused about all the authors that you're having on here. So perhaps I can network as well. Yes. and uh, see how we can get together and maybe do something but I, it's phenomenal. been a pleasure 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 as always of course definitely <laughs> I hope you have a great rest of the week well yeah we're leaning towards the weekend so I'll be looking oh, yeah. for your content rather <laughs> Instagram or via YouTube yes it's Valentine's weekend so oh, Valentine's weekend is a great I mean, I, I mean, it's not all about that, but Valentine's weekend is great for photo shoots and for cooking. So <laughs> keep, keep, keep that's your market for the Valentine's yes. weekend. You know what I'm saying? Keep keep in tune for those things. I mean, I'm I'm still doing things for the sweetie, but at the same time, I'm gonna be doing some photo shoots and some cooking. Definitely looking in for that. Shout out okay. to our single ladies too, as well, representing for Valentine. Just know. I know I've told y'all several times through season one we're supposed to start the who they want dating factor. That's still nah. coming, people. I haven't lost sight of that. I just need to get an assistant. It's what I need. I'm a one man trying to do 30 things for the show. I still want to be on that team. show. I mean, whatever that segment is, because my wife was like, you need a girlfriend or a boyfriend. She wants me to get a girlfriend or boyfriend. I made a video about it on YouTube and I was just like, I don't know. I really don't know how to date for real, for real. So a show, a dating show. (laughs) I'm too practical when it comes to dating. Like I literally am like, okay. So, I mean, it's really conflict of interest, especially for people who meet me online because they think I'm one thing and I'm really not. I mean, oh, I'm more so like that. intellectual. That, that chameleon move. Yeah, like I'm like I want to talk about other things, not sex. And they're like, "Are you a freak?" And I'm like, "I already don't like you." But you know, <laughs> I read one of the comments from when you posted <laughs> on your Instagram, ladies and gentlemen. Like, what dude was like, "Can I lay with you?" But then he was like, "Hey, how you doing?" And he was like, "I don't understand the first part, but uh, <laughs> I'm doing okay." I was like, "So that's his opener." Was like. Yeah, I'm definitely trying to get with you first. <laughs> yeah, it, the efforts are futile, but I, you know, I really believe that I'm going to meet, like, I, I mean, we, we talked about this before, like, my whole setup, and I feel like I'm going to meet my baby's father in, like, a yoga class or, like, a meditation group or something, like, not on, online, 
Um, but he's going to be cool with everything I do, but I just literally don't, I'm such like, a. I guess I, I have to describe myself as like, I don't really want to talk about that. I like sex and sexual things, but I don't like to talk about it before we get to know each other. And, and that's perfect. the thing that really bothers me about like the online community is that that's like the primary focus is talking about underneath your clothes before you even know a person. And that's one of the reasons why I wouldn't want to meet anybody off Instagram because I had a very awkward moment where somebody didn't know me, whatever they met me on Instagram or they thought they knew me on from Instagram. And they were like looking at my Instagram while they're sitting in front of me and commenting on my pictures. And that sucks. It was so uncomfortable. And I wasn't like embarrassed of my pictures or nothing, but it was just like, is this how society really is? Like you have the real person in front of you. Like you can have a conversation with me. This is your opportunity to get to know me. And you're looking at my pictures, clicking like, like that's dumb, you know? So I was just like really off put by that. So I'm like, mm, I don't really know how to date like that. Not guys, at least like girls. I feel like it's very easy to. Cause they go be attentive. Like they go put the yes. pictures down. Cause they really try to really get it. Like, yes. Jerks. Like, I know. I don't know how to get, I don't know what my expectations are as far as like the, the actual type of man that I like, I want, I have this ideal of course, but I'm not in tune with the exact way that I want this man to operate. Cause of course he's going to, you know, be a man. I want him to be a man, but I don't, you know, want him to be like how I would expect a woman to be. And I don't want any more women for the record. I, I'm womaned out. I'm at my capacity of woman partners. I'm looking for a male, but I just don't know how to start. So if you have a dating show, I'm I'm going to be on it. Right <laughs> I'm definitely going to get my brainstorming tonight. Like I'm in the lab working on it. That's dope. But that's a and that's a content people I got to drop. So we got to do like a dating flaw episode or something. Like yes, because that. that is like the rudest thing you can do. I'm sitting in front of you, you know. Oh, so you got who they want? That's like if it was me, it's like, oh, so you who they want podcast? And I'm like, okay, yeah, I know that. Oh, oh, let me listen to this episode when I'm sitting I'm like, don't do that. Right. Now, riding in the car and I put it on, then that's mm-hmm. it. Don't just sit there on a the day we having dinner and you just blasting out loud and that's the piece of purpose. Like whatever you want to know, um, right here. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so we might not be personal to me anyway. <laughs> just being honest yeah we could talk about that's a whole it. different show we could talk about that a whole yeah, you know we'll same segment. maybe we'll talk about that next time when we come back on the next next week gotcha. <laughs> yes definitely so folks it's been real we're gonna tap out y'all stay tuned i'll be live sunday yeah. with lady v fat cakes you know her. She has a hot song called Shake. You can follow her on YouTube and Instagram at Lady V Fat Cakes. That's my doll. She'll be co-hosting for this Valentine's Sunday. It's going to be a movie. It's going to be epic. Hey. Y'all stay safe. Stay prayed up. Absolutely. Keep your mask on. Social distance. All that. Period. Y'all already know. We at the studio. Get in.